we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alert for July 20th, 2020. Now, the next report I'm going to be playing is totally switching gears. I've never even covered this subject before, probably ever. Um, <clears throat> kind of goes along with the Planet X potentially stuff. Uh, but it's not. It, it seems like it's something different or maybe it's related. I don't know. The thing is, though, he's been reporting on this for months. This Steve Benuch from um, Israeli News Live. And I cannot in good conscience not play this. At least to give my listeners a heads up about what may be developing. And some of the stuff that we're going through, like with the COVID-19 and the Black Lives Matter stuff, that's that's all legit stuff. And it's real. But, I mean, it's based on frauds, but it's, it's real enough as far as what's going on. But, you know, if this is true, what he's saying, maybe some of this is just big distractions to a certain extent to keep us focused in on, you know, these things now those agendas behind black lives matter and COVID 19 are real the new world order does want to implement those agendas but this would override all of that <laughs> okay if what he's saying is true it would override it and i'm just going to it's not like i'm going to be unless i get breaking new intel this isn't something that that i'm going to probably be covering i mean again unless i get new intel and further evidence all the time but i really thought it was important enough that i should play this so that at least my listeners would be aware of this so i'm going to go ahead and let let him talk good evening friends i'm steven benoon you're watching israeli news live yet another source has come forth speaking to me privately about this asteroid belt that uh, we have been talking to you about for the past four months. This time, an engineer from FEMA uh, has... So it's been four months since he's been talking about this. And, and I haven't said anything. Of course, I wasn't even fully aware of that. But I'm, I've seen other stuff, too, about this. He's not the only one. But... The reason I'm playing this audio is that this is the most up-to-date and he brings a lot of all of these sources together regarding this particular subject. So it's kind of like one-stop shopping for the subject as opposed to just like one little report on this that, that if you looked at in isolation, you could say, well, you know, who knows if that's going to happen? Well, he's got a lot to go over here. Shared detailed information with us privately uh, that confirms and goes even deeper into the stories that we've been shared, that's been told to us by White House and Pentagon sources. And before I go into all of this, friends, I, I need to first really clarify with you. I don't know, I can't personally confirm this information to be 100% accurate. Uh, do I believe that this is coming? I believe that there's a very real possibility uh, and the sources that I have, none of them know one another from direct advisors to the President of the United States, nuclear physicist, uh, to 
friends that I have directly connected to the generals in the Pentagon, all the way to FEMA engineer. And we know Celeste Sullum, I haven't, I'm not talking about Celeste Sullum though, I'm talking about an independent active engineer for FEMA that has not- So he's not talking about Celeste Sullum is what he said. Only confirmed the information that's been shared with me, but also has gone even deeper into information uh, that they were privy to about this, I, I have to say, alleged or possible disaster of asteroids that are coming. And I feel like that each of us as individuals, we need to pray ourselves and seek the Lord to know what we should do for our own families. As those of you that know us, know us more personal as well, especially when this whole pandemic of Corona began, we were looking to get out of Florida, not so much because of a possibility of an asteroid strike, but because the fact if they shut down the grid, you lose power. If they stop you from having water or something like that in their Corona uh, virus pandemic of making sure you can't go anywhere, we needed to get out of Florida to find a place where we could grow food or something. But unfortunately, we don't have the full means to just up and do everything all over again. So, so he's actively looking at getting out of Florida. Now, if you've been my listener for a, a long time, you'll know in 2010, I left Florida, not because of this reason exactly, but because of, I mean, well, some of this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you had the Gulf oil spill going on at the time. And there was a lot of things going on around about that. You had um, the potential for, which I've been hearing for years, asteroid strikes in the ocean, how those could create tsunamis, okay? Or even an earthquake in a different part of, you know, maybe the ocean or right near the ocean and that landmass going into the ocean creating gigantic tsunamis. Um, I, I've had a lot of different things there now it wasn't the primary reason i left florida but it was definitely on the list definitely knowing that florida is basically especially where i was at like near sea level and that a lot of the you know projected maps when pole shifts were are projected which is another thing that you know they're saying may happen that florida in almost all of those projection models is under is underwater in all of the coastal regions as well now i'm not saying that's going to happen but i'm just telling you that it was a factor on why I'm, i moved up here and moved to high ground which we're at about a thousand feet above sea level okay not the primary i believe 100 percent the lord was the one that got us up here opened all these doors it was absolutely miraculous it was totally god ordained Okay, but I'm just telling you a little bit of my history just for context. Trying. And there has been those of you that have reached out to us and let us know that there's a place we could go, we could stay here, or we could stay there, and we tremendously appreciate that. And maybe more have offered, and I'm not even aware of it, because, because of all the things that are happening, my emails are really beginning to back up. I'm already 30,000 emails unanswered, and I'm always going through emails, but I just cannot 
possibly keep up with us, not even counting Yana's emails. I know she's tens of thousands herself as well. Uh, and we appreciate and love you guys and your concern for us. But we are once again trying to find a location that we can go to, but we're actually doing this as a permanent move uh, because we need a place where we can grow food. But this only, this issue of incoming asteroids only intensifies our resolve to find a place like this. Now, I have also gotten a lot of correspondence from you, from our, our listeners. We are going to create on our website, IsraeliNewsLive.org, I want to create just an article page there where those of you, especially widows, single moms, uh, things like that, that are in vulnerable areas that you're looking to try to get out, maybe you don't have the means, but perhaps many of the listeners that we have may be in a safer place and they could offer you a place of refuge. So we're going to do that on our website. I'm going to talk about that later in the broadcast. Now, I, I wouldn't do anything regarding this unless you would put a lot of prayer and fasting behind it. That's always the best advice I can give. I, again, I'm not saying that this, he's not saying this is going to happen. I'm not saying this is going to happen, what he's going to be getting into. But if it does happen, and I've never even given any heads up to my listeners, well, that's on me. So I want you to at least be aware of of this and the, from what they're saying is the world is going to know about this if it's really real by i don't know if he said by september or something maybe maybe the first initial sign but there has been a lot more meteor type events going on as of late so maybe we are seeing the first part of this now anyway i'll, I'll let him talk I have this image on here from google I'm not saying this is accurate, but from some of the things that I have heard, it really makes me think what I see here to be some of the explanations that have been told to me about what's coming. Uh, so I, what, it, what it looks like is some big asteroid belt out in space is, is what it actually is, is this image on Google he's talking about. Let me get into that and share those things with you, what's going on. And as a, as a precursor to this, I want to share with you first the trailer of Green, the Greenland trailer, uh, 2020, Gerald Butler, Comet Disaster Movie. Comet Disaster Movie, it's called Greenland, okay? And I think you can even watch it online. I did a keyword search, and um, <clears throat> it looks like you can even watch it online for free on some of these things. I, I don't I don't know what it's rated or what I don't know anything. I'm just saying that if this is predictive programming and the Kabbalists always have to warn us about what's going to happen before they do it. And there's been so many different type of movies like that where a comet hit the earth or a meteor hit the earth and deep impact I think is one of them and others where it caused tsunamis and wiped out the coastal regions and that type of thing. If ever there was a time where that was going to happen for me, God letting it happen from God's judgment, well, I would think it would be now. I mean, the, the I got to believe that the stench of all the sin that is going on and has accumulated on this planet over the years is 
a stench in God's nostrils, and I just don't know how much more he's going to put up with it before real judgment starts to happen on the land, or, or before God permits this judgment. Now, I could be wrong, but I mean, biblically speaking, that always does happen. Eventually, God's judgment always will happen in a society like we're living. Because I can't help but believe that the elite are trying to find ways to warn you. And are we getting the message is the question. It, it, they're warning us because it's a Kabbalistic principle. You, you tell your victim of what's going to happen to him ahead of time before you do it to them because that way the game is satanically square it's fine it's good it's we're all good because you've been warned sheeple and so you know we're we're fine from a luciferian type standpoint that's how they that's how they practice their religions i'm going to discuss with you candidly what's been said to me but i still want to make it very clear I have no way to corroborate this information. I don't have NASA backing it up with the news uh, saying this is the case. Although they're beginning more and more to say we have comets and asteroids coming dangerously close to Earth. Mm -hmm. There was an article that was sent to me uh, by a good friend uh, that I have up in uh, Pensacola. Steve sent me an article. Uh, it's a couple of years old, but NASA was saying thousands of asteroids were headed to Earth. That seems to have been, to have been forgotten, though. Uh, anyway, let's look at this clip here just for a moment to give you an idea. Because this movie clip reminds me of what I've been told. Let's watch about two minutes of this. Now, it's the Greenland thing. You're not going to really have a concept of it, but I'm just going to kind of skip ahead on this. And it's essentially they're seeing uh, comets come in overhead, and it's a, this cataclysmic thing. And again, I don't know the full, like, what the movie is total in about totality, but it looks like a meteor strike. I mean, multiple, multiple, very, very, very many meteor strike on planet Earth is what the, the movie seems to be. Um, really about. I'm just kind of skipping ahead here. I'm going to let him talk again here. All right. Now, I was uh, shared originally this information from uh, an advisor to the President of the United States. There are, of course, many advisors to the President of the United States, but the one advisor that shared things with me has been there since uh, the Reagan years. So, He's got quite a bit of knowledge of things going on. He is a scientist as well. And uh, he's really taken a lot of time on a multiple uh, array of subjects to share things with me that I could disseminate to you guys as well. And of course, the asteroid, uh, or the asteroid belt as I call it, uh, he originally shared information with me on. Now, I actually began to talk to him when I first got a memory stick uh, when we were in Kansas from a gentleman, an elderly gentleman, uh, that had done a lot of calculations, and 2023 December was his estimated calculation of the coming of the uh, binary system, as the way he called it there, Herbocalus 
as uh, it is uh, spoken of by the uh, Chilean astronomer that has since passed away that said that this thing had a 3,600-year orbit. Okay, now in, in that, he did draw me out a map of a pla places that he considered to be safe, and I'm actually, if this is not the original map that he sent to me, I've been having a very difficult time finding that, but I was able to put it together, and I'm going to go back over this map with you a little bit later. But I want to first start off with the information uh, that he shared with me, and then I'm going to go into my latest information that I've gotten from a FEMA engineer uh, that has corroborated a lot of this information that was said to me early on. Now, let's take and uh, we'll go over here to an email. This one here, uh, I'm not sure, let's see. Um, yeah, this one here I got back in, I believe it is uh, mid-March, if I'm not mistaken. That was when I got this original email from him, was in mid-March. And uh, so I'm going to read some highlighted points for you. I will blow this up for you so you can see this a little bit better on the screen. And uh, let me just, pardon me there, get it a little bit bigger here because I know that's very difficult to see that print there. Uh, I was asking about, the ast uh, about Planet X, basically. Uh, but he writes me here, this subject has grown, has grown to be extremely complex. Over three decades ago, the forecast of catastrophic, catastrophic environmental challenges and timelines were disclosed to me. All right, and that was three decades ago. Thirty years ago, the timelines were disclosed to him then. Luckily, the timeline was somewhat inaccurate as certain dates have passed and nothing happened. All right. Um, he goes on to say later in this art in this letter to me, extraterrestrial events seem to be close to being on schedule, with exception to elevated radiation. All right. Notice that wording right there. Extraterrestrial events seem to be close to being on schedule. That extraterrestrial events are the incoming asteroids all right our solar system is just starting to go through a what you may call asteroid belt of sorts crossing this belt is like run, running across a five-lane highway full of different types of traffic at random speeds the chances you will get hit are very high. Now we're looking in the purple here. The chances you get hit by a bicycle, little damage exists, but not like as not as likely as um, something. Let me take this down a little bit because going back and forth is a little irritating there. Uh, getting hit by something larger or faster moving. Divinely, Jupiter generally blocks the big stuff from hitting us. That's something I also I thought was interesting because I actually saw this on a documentary just recently that Jupiter does seem to ward off a lot of the, the asteroids that are coming in. But he continues, thus we have a general idea of probabilities for about 80% of the rocks, but 20% are either too fast or just simply missed. 
However, the elevated radiation hitting our Earth was not understood or known or considered, and this radiation has caused the Earth to heat up internally, much like an egg and cracks um, are starting to form. These cracks were not anticipated and implications are under great debate. Example, in certain cases, fresh water is draining into these cracks, displacing weight and other dynamics used in complex calculations that determine many things about terrestrial life and potential challenges. In other words, what's happening, the bunkers that they built to go underground and to be safe are no longer safe. He goes on to say, as I am a nuclear scientist, but I do not know of many projects that used to cult, uh, use cultivated and are so-called weaponized viruses. That's a different issue altogether. Uh, we'll skip that. Alone, the risk associated with releasing a virus into an atmosphere. Okay, I, I know why I put this out here. A virus into the atmosphere. They are generally more concerned. See, he was getting into the issue about the coronavirus and what actually happened in Wuhan and what happened over in Iran. Those areas were being, or, or he was discussing in this letter, but also in another letter as well, that the government was very concerned about uh, China giving uh, weaponized grade chemical weapons to Iran that we didn't have the ability to mitigate. We had no way to protect our populations from those type of weapons. Now, the coronavirus is not that particular issue, but he goes on as he's saying in here that there were the, the potentials of releasing that virus in our atmosphere, but he says they are generally more concerned about natural disasters, events damaging the containment that, uh, than terrorist event. So he's letting you know here in this part of the letter that he's far more concerned about uh, the situation. Uh, you know, I'm going to back this out a lot more, and I'll tell you why, because I'll just take, for you guys, I'll copy this letter in there to where you can see it as I'm speaking about it. Uh, so he said, you know, he's showing you that the government is more concerned about the incoming natural disasters or even how this this system that is coming our way, he said to me, would affect our weather drastically. Uh, we would have storms like never before, tornadoes, earthquakes would begin to multiply. Uh, especially earth, you know, earthquakes, all these things here are going to be happening on the earth. Now, granted, keep in mind, we also know the government has weather manipulating uh, devices at their disposal so I wouldn't be put it a bit past them either to be using that and then blaming it on something else. But that's all, you know, we got to look at all of this in the basket together. I don't know which one is going to be the more accurate uh, source on this. He goes on to say, up until 2010-ish, underground bunkers were the focus of safety and billions were spent on them. Now there is doubt being expressed because of the heating of the earth internally and these bunkers becoming too hot to live in and to add insult to injury, flooding, it would be one thing if the flood water flooding was temporary, but there, there are significant ocean displacement concerns. Significant ocean displacement concerns? Hmm. 
Knowing all the complexities and given how complex your question really is, I am very sorry to say that the best I can do is give you my opinion based on probabilities. Keep in mind that no place is completely safe or without risk. Events. Israel, ironically and strangely, is the safest place to move but will suffer from earthquakes, wind problems, followed by Central Africa, followed by Central China. All right. Now, by the way, that Israel included Syria as well. Okay. I did get that confirmed later. In the USA, things don't look good. Earthquakes, volcanoes, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, very strong winds, 100 miles per hour, etc. Missouri is the official FEMA safe haven for USA and impervious plate zones, followed by Nebraska. However, Nebraska is expected to have much worse wind tornado damage due to its flat elevation. Now, this was given to me four months ago. And by the way, on the 15th of September, it will be six months that I actually received this letter. I say that because in another letter I had gotten... Uh, from my good friend Glenn here, he had actually spoke about the time frame of how much time I actually had to try to relocate. And that just so happened to be, um, uh, was uh, roughly six months is what, what, what I actually had. Another thing though I wanted to bring up to you, and, that, and this is uh, something my wife had mentioned before that she wanted to bring out again, and I'll just mention this uh, in passing, uh, but she'll bring this out in another message here. One of the things that Glenn had said to me as well, he says, I composed this email in hopes that it will slip through the cracks since there are so many things going on. See asterisk once had compelling reasons. Now that's a computer simulated program, an AI system that was being used by the government up until Bill Clinton's administration. But it's now equivalent to the full-blown dark side no longer caring about Americans. Americans are just part of the herd and are potentially the enemy now. I throw that in there because the whole point is, is what we're facing uh, is that they really don't care about the American people when all these asteroids are coming our way. Now, and so speaking about these asteroids, uh, one thing I just want to remind you about is, besides Glenn saying these things to me, I have uh, another source as well, with, uh, does a lot of work with the Pentagon, very close to the generals, etc. And I was also, all the information I've shared that, that Glenn has told me about, they have also confirmed that yes, indeed, and I've shared this with you already, that uh, the September, now this is, their, this is what they're telling me. I, I can't say this for sure, but they were telling me that come September, there would not be anybody on the planet that doesn't know that we are in serious trouble. Now that's what Glenn said to me directly in a private secured phone. So September, you know, then, you know, if September comes and goes, then, okay, well, I'm... I'm because I'm really leery about this kind of stuff. I've never been a date setter. I've never been like that. So I'm a little bit torn on this information. But I, I would rather err on the side of safety. Uh, but there's, you know, September seems to be one of the months I've, I keep seeing where a lot of this stuff 
if it's going to happen, will really start to get kicked off in earnest. Between September to November seems to be when it really starts to ramp up. Now, we'll see. We'll see. Prayer can change things. I believe it's done that many times before. But at least if, if it does start happening, you, 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 know, you would have had a heads up regarding it. Conversation that we had that September, no one, everybody on the planet would know that we are in serious trouble. Now, that was confirmed by another friend that with, with direct sources with generals in the Pentagon and went even further as to say that the people would be able to see with their own naked eye this system coming in. I call it a system, and maybe that's not a good terminology to say, but I look at, I have this kind of picture in my mind, that, and not necessarily like that all at one time, but in the beginning we're getting some big rocks fly by, but eventually it's supposed to be like this debris of just little small rocks that are going to be entering into the atmosphere and just pummeling the earth. And that was, again, confirmed by another source. And then I get a contact from an engineer with FEMA to not only confirm all this information that's been told to me before, but also that FEMA has instructed their people to buy ham radios and get licenses, operator licenses, and begin to learn to use them. And it was also shared with me that they know with these asteroids incoming that there's nothing that they can do to save the population here in the United States, let alone in other parts of the world. I was told by this one individual here, and forgive me if they happen to watch the program here, if I misquote, but I'm trying to do this as accurately as I possibly can, that... It is believed that sometime around September, maybe a little later, we would see the first strike on the Earth somewhere where it'll be a populated area. And that's what will cause people to realize we're in trouble. And that it would continue to happen week after week, month after month, going in. But by the time December came around, weather events and everything on the Earth would go completely, completely erratic. Now this is exactly what I was being told by Glenn in the very beginning, that it would also affect our weather because of the gravitational pull and things like that on the Earth. Now I am told by the, the latter two sources, a friend of mine that works uh, as contractor with direct general ties in the Pentagon. I also have my own Pentagon source as well. And that of my uh, FEMA engineer, that this will continue all the way in through into next year. And roughly around March or April, then the planet comet and according to the source that I have with the Pentagon there, it's the same thing that is spoken of by Ferrata, the Chilean astronomer, Herbuculus, the planet comet would actually be coming through itself. Our magnetosphere, Glenn said to me, the magnetosphere that we have 
will take a sudden jolt and will actually collapse. The poles will shift. This is when we will see upwards to 200 mile an hour and even higher winds for about the space of six hours on the planet. Are these things true? I can't really say, friends. But I know the sources that I have are reliable men, reliable women that know the things that they're speaking about. And they believe them as well. Glenn is a scientist and very much in the know of what's going on. He has told me how assets have been moved. He has told me how that in Washington, D.C., all the assets are being moved out of D.C. because there will be no Washington, D.C. The FEMA engineer has also confirmed the exact same thing, saying that there will be basically two capitals in the United States because the United States will be divided. It'll be Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia. I want to take you, and let me just see real quick if I can pull up on this too. Um, it's been very famous, the maps that have come out about pole shifts, things like that. Uh, I don't know which map is more accurate. Uh, this one here is the one that John Moore used to speak about a lot. Uh, and let me just see if I can't. I'll try to save a couple of these images here so we get a better look at them. And, uh, but I know there's differing opinions about uh, which one is going to be more accurate. And uh, so... Let's just take, we'll try this one right here. Let me just see if I can't make it bigger on the screen by copying it here for you. All right. Yeah, we can make it a lot bigger this way, I believe. Or at least where it's a little bit clearer. This, if, I don't know how well you can see this on here, but up the Mississippi River called the New Madrid, I believe is what they call that fault line there, that's where the United States will actually split in half. That's supposedly going to be caused by the pole shift itself. The west coast of the United States will be com just completely decimated away. I've even been told that Atlantis would rise back up again. Other places will rise up back off the seafloor. But I was also told that Florida, especially southern Florida, would sink to 100 feet beneath the ocean. 200 feet, friends, beneath the ocean. And it all depends on, like I said, the map that you might look at, different maps, and, and who's to say. I mean, you get some crazy yeah, ones. Yeah, I've been seeing these maps for, for years, and um, <clears throat> again, I, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, it's it, it, it did have... It did play a part in why I moved where we moved. Uh, but I also know that that was not a move that God didn't have his hand on. So I would caution everyone making some big gigantic move out of fear. Okay? Because I've always found in my past when I do that, 
usually when I do that, I, I get nailed monetarily. That's that's how God's dealt with me a lot in the past through finances. I make a boneheaded move out of fear. I, I did this more early on when I was probably in the um, I don't know 2000 to 2000 and probably about when the ministry first started. Uh, a little bit after that, I've, I made some moves kind of more out of. Oh my word, this, I mean, because this has been building to this for a long, long time. And those were not good moves on my end. So that's why I always say you, you pray and you fast about it. Don't, don't get, you know, don't, don't make any big gigantic moves if you're in this state of fear. Because the Bible says God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So bear that in mind with all this, okay? It's kind of like a little minefield you're trying to negotiate. Pray, praying and fasting, being in the right mindset, I think are the most important things to do regarding this whole thing. And again, what he's saying is that if it's true, we will, we will start to know this by September. Now, I hope nothing happens and I hope nothing comes of any of this. But, you know, as a watchman, I just kind of felt compelled that I do need to at least mention this at some point so you're aware of it. Like this one here where there's no Florida, no Georgia, no nothing. Uh, I mean, some really crazy things, which makes you wonder just how safe uh, Missouri really is. They even show Arkansas gone. Uh, everyone I've talked to, though, has, has said that those places I've told you about are actually safe, that that's not actually correct. But who really knows? Who really does know what's going to be safe, what's not going to be safe? Uh, I have been told, though, that Florida will be totally devastated. Um, that Miami, and this is from my FEMA source, Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, and even Savannah will be totally wiped out. Uh, the state of Washington completely... Now, you have to think, just, just from a logical standpoint, okay, let's say... Let's say this map that he's showing is is it doesn't end up happening. But logically speaking, if we did get hit, all it would take is one big asteroid, one decent sized asteroid. But if you got hit with multiple ones, if there were multiple tsunamis or even one big one, it's not so much the map that you're looking at. It's like, okay, if there's a big gigantic one and it rolls over the state of Florida, well, even if the state of Florida pops back up, when it's all said and done and the landmass is still there, if everything's wiped out, it kind of defeats the purpose of, of staying there. You know? Um, it's just so vulnerable. The coastal regions are so incredibly vulnerable. And so even if these landmasses came back, all it's going to take is one really bad tsunami which could be caused by uh, asteroids, or earthquakes, underground earthquakes. And remember, our, our government has the ability to create those those earthquakes if they so choose. I mean, if they wanted to use that as a radical depopulation map. Most of the people in, the, in America live on, in the coastal regions. So if you wanted to just, like, all of a sudden try to depopulate, and I understand God's in control, but if God let this happen due to wickedness, due to judgment on the land... You know, you could take out all the region of, of California and, and um, 
the coastal regions of Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. I mean, you could you could do that theoretically if God permitted you to do it. Or if like it was an asteroid thing, well then you could have in that show I think Deep Impact it was it was an asteroid that hit um I think it was off the coast of um North Carolina and created this gigantic tsunami and it was going hundreds of miles an hour and wiped out everything all the way up into where the mountains started to form which you know would be pretty far inland okay um just some things to think about there regarding this destroyed now i don't know if this is because they know of impacts or from what i understand is from uh tidal waves or ocean rising things like that that's what i've been told washington dc i've also been told would be totally destroyed uh, but there's also a lot of other things that have been said, and but in all cases, in this in this green zone right here in Missouri, the basically the Ozarks, and the Ozarks are all supposed to be very strong and impervious to earthquakes and things like that. That is the reason why this is considered the safe area. And now he also said Nebraska would be safe, not just down here in the, this corner right here, but supposedly a lot of Nebraska is a safe zone as well. Uh, but again, when we were talking on the phone, he said none of these places are without a threat of meteorites hitting the earth, because he said we don't know where all of them are going to fall at. So I want to make sure that I make that clear as well. And again, remind you, I can't say for sure. I mean, September could come and go and no meteorite strike the earth whatsoever. Um, I'm only basing these things off of what I believe to be very reliable people that would not just say something to say it. And there's too many strange events going on. Uh, I was also told that this was the reason why the coronavirus just happened to be at this time the way it is in order to lock the people down. Uh, I was told that there were decades uh, spent to try to, to know what would work that would keep people in place when the time comes. Uh, there's been doctrines that have been started, by the way, that keep people not believing that this would happen in the first place that it can happen, that were started intentionally so that you would not try to do anything. And quite frankly, I don't know what to say uh, when it comes to that. I, all I can tell you is that I think we're living in an hour where we really need to pray. We need to have our lives closer to Jesus Christ than we've ever had them before. Right. You need to spend time with your family. It's not a time to panic. It's a time of resolve, and it's a time to think level-headed. It's a time to pray, to truly seek the Father, to know, is there something that we need to be doing? So he's, he's telling you the same thing I am, you know. We're, we're not, neither of us are getting all dogmatic and saying... I just really like the the spirit. I sense a lot of humility with this man. I don't know about all of his doctrine. I don't. So you might come back to me and say, oh, you're where he's 
whatever. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. Forgive me. I can't know everyone's doctrine. I can't know everyone's theological stances on every single thing. There's just no way for me to do that. I'm going to play another gigantic video of him and his wife. Uh, I don't know if it's the next segment or the one after that. It's excellent. Covering a lot of the same things I cover, but from a different angle. Uh, but I sense, I sense humility with them, and I don't think it's false. It does not seem to be greedy or money hungry. Um, I just... And... Uh, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. What well, sounds like he's gotten, unless he's just overtly lying, which I don't think he is. It sounds like he's gotten tons of different various and sundry confirmations from different sources, which is typical is if it's of God, you're typically going to see that happens to me all the time when I'll do a study. I'll get, I mean, all of my studies are, is, is if you look at them and they're like, oh, wow, that story confirms that story, and that story confirms that, that report confirms this report, and this report confirms this report. And, and a lot of times I really believe the Holy Spirit will have me arrange things in a certain particular order so it has the most impact. And you're seeing that, you know, I'm not making this up. We're getting firsthand confirmation of this from multiple sources. So, uh, I don't know, I... I he sounds genuine to, to me. We move. I know there's been many people who have told me, it's my time to go, it's just my time to go. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know. If you went right here to what they call to be a safe zone, I can't say that a meteorite won't strike the earth there and take you out. The only thing that's safe about this area here is earthquakes. California's coastline and stuff, all the, all the fault lines, I've been told, will become active, especially as we get into next year. Uh, meteorites are what's going to be hitting the earth in the beginning. That will begin to start creating a lot of earthquakes. But December and on... And then if there was a pole shift of some sort, that's going to create tsunamis and earthquakes just alone without any meteorites or, or anything. So we'll see, you know. And things will really begin to pick up. I was told by the FEMA engineer that they have been told in FEMA some of the sources that, that they have is that when the smaller rocks come in, they come in a little later, but when they come in, it'll be like a firestorm that never seems to end. Could this be the judgment that we yeah. see in the Bible when God says he would rain down uh, hailstones about the weight of 70 pounds? Right. Maybe so. Maybe so. You know, I encourage you, as I said, to really pray. I did want to share with you also in closing here this map here that was put out by the Washington Post. These, This is one of the latest maps about basically lockdowns, things like that. I notice California is completely locked down. Alaska is not locked down at all. Washington's partially. These states here, Oregon, Colorado, New Mexico, uh, Pennsylvania, and D.C. also pretty, pretty dangerous areas, so to speak. But I have wondered if some of these closures and stricter measures is because they know these are maybe target zones. I don't know the answer for sure. 
I do know, I have been told that there will be a meteorite that will strike the Pacific Ocean and that's what ends up affecting the West Coast drastically. Other than that, I have no idea where any of the stones are going to hit, when they will hit, and quite frankly, if they really will hit. But what I, the reason why I really make this video, friends, is because it is so unusual to see NASA reporting so many asteroids passing the Earth right now. Three last month, five this month, September, they got more coming. September is supposed to be a very close encounter, I think August as well. That seems a little bit unusual, at least to me. I don't know how much this is, it, it helps you, but I trust that it does. I am going to take on our website, uh, I'm hoping within the next day or two, like I said, it will be very simple. I'll just post a simple article on there that this forum is here to help connect people that are fearful and want to be able to leave the areas that they are in. I've had people from all over the country, especially widows and single moms, that have contacted me saying, Brother, where could I go? I've had handicapped people saying, I'm stuck here and I'm afraid. I want to leave. I want it to be where you can go and post your comment a little bit about yourself and how you can be contacted. And be careful, though, I don't want you to just share any information because I don't know who the people would be that would be contacting you, and you need to understand that, but I'm trusting that it will be for believers. And that if there is a believer that can help someone, and you would say, look, you go in there, don't post your information if you're the one that can help someone, because otherwise you'll have 5,000 people contacting you. You look at the people you see that might need help, that might post in there, and then let them know if you can contact them directly. Maybe first by email, something like that. Make sure that there's safety on both sides, that every precaution's being taken, because we're trusting that everybody's doing this in the right spirit, with the right love. And then let the person know, we could help you. We have a place for you to stay, or however the details, and you guys work that out together. We just want to facilitate some type of mechanism where people can contact and communicate with each other. So uh, as soon as I have that put together, I will come back here on Israeli News Live and let you know. Sure sounds Christian to me. I mean, the way he's approaching this, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm going to just got this from a listener. Uh, and I just want you, again, this is more of a heads up thing. These are the same guys that marched in um, Stone Mountain, Georgia. The ones that were had had the weapons, menacing, threatening the white people, demanding reparations. Uh, the ones that were ready to kill, calling out the white militia. Where are you? You bunch of cowards. That type of stuff. Okay, this is the same group. The the N N F A C, which stands for not the F word, around I believe coalition. That's what it stands for. I call them, I, I put them right in with the BLM. They almost seem to be a more aggressive faction of even the BLM. But um, this is an announcement from them that just came out. And I entitled this July 25th, the next BLM NFAC riot formation in Louisville, Kentucky. 
I, I'm only going to play a little bit of this, but just so that you're aware of this, especially if you know anybody in Louisville, Kentucky. I am going to let you all know, all members of the NFAC, that we will be descending on the city of Louisville, Kentucky on July 25th. July 25th, NFAC, Louisville, Kentucky. I'm going to say it one more time. July 25th, Louisville, Kentucky. I will give you the location and time a little later, but I have given you the date. July 25th, Louisville, Kentucky. Let me make it clear to everybody, and I'm talking to NFAC members only at this point. Black boots, black pants, black button-down shirt, black mask, shotgun, semi-automatic, or rifle, pistols, thigh holsters, or under your arm. If you're not in that uniform, won't be in the formation, period. No fake guns, no nothing. I'm not playing with y'all this time. I'm trying. Remember, said I'm not playing with y'all this time because the last one, when people examine the videos, they these these uh, they're all black. They had some of them had their scopes on backwards. Some of them didn't have sights on their guns at all. They're all kind of weird stuff going on, and he's saying that they're like this highly trained, well-oiled machine. And- that wasn't exactly the case, so I don't think he wants to be embarrassed again by the way they presented themselves the first time. I'm going to keep you safe. If you are not a full-fledged member of the NFAC and you come in the proper uniform and you have your weapon and you go into what we call the red formation, don't worry, you'll find out what it is. Then at that time, if you're already in our database, you will be sworn in. Now he goes on to... I, I didn't really listen to it all the way to the end, but it just appears to be more giving you information about it. Now, the guy that put this up is uh, Lock and Load Firearms Review, and it is a black man that is does primarily firearm reviews. Now, I don't have a problem with that at all, but these guys look like they're in some kind of weird cult, almost. He, he's got in the back some weird flag, and I don't know if it's the black Hebrew Israelite flag. I would I would wonder if it is. No, I just looked that up, and I, I'm not seeing... If the black Hebrew Israelites have a flag, it looks like they kind of ripped off the hexagram from the Israeli flag and changed the colors around. Now, the hexagram is one of the most highly cursed symbols in all of witchcraft. It's, it's one of the most most powerful symbolic of witchcraft symbols there is. Now, I've done a whole whole studies on this, okay? And the the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers were really integral in getting the hexagram on the Israeli flag. It has nothing to do with the Star of David or anything of that nature. I did a whole teaching on this. Just key in hexagram at contendingfortruth.com if you doubt any of that or if you want to know more about that information. Uh, But it looks like they've kind of knocked off that flag. So the, the flag that he's got and this is nice. This is the image of the devil. Uh, anyway, I'm not even going to get into it. 
but because I could go down that rabbit trail. I'm looking at these different flags. Well, the the flag that he's got behind him, I don't know. It's like a red, black, and green stripes, and then it has an onk on it, an Egyptian onk or the Egyptian cross, which is a highly pagan symbol, which is Constantine, who actually start essentially was responsible for starting the Catholic death cult around 318 AD, said that that when he um one of the, his inspirations supposedly given to him by God was when he was to go out to battle into war, he got a vision that appeared to him and it said, in this image, conquer, I believe, something to that effect. And what Constantine was supposedly shown by God was this Egyptian Ankh, which is a cross, but it has a like a round loop at the top. Instead of it just going up and down, it's like this round loop. Um, and that's an Egyptian Ankh. It's you know, it goes all the way back to Egypt and the pharaohs and things of this nature. So this is whatever cult this guy's in. He has an onk and this other stuff in there. And he, he this guy looks like he's the real deal. Um, he says all the AR-15s that I own. He goes over all of them. He does scope reviews. He does optics reviews. He does... Um, glock reviews no this guy this guy looks like he calls himself the dreadlock assassin he's in dreadlocks and no this guy would be legit as far as somebody that would be a formidable enemy okay uh kill you just because you are white just because you know whatever he believes in his warped theology that you know white people all need to die and they need to die in mass so there are some people marching there and they and they are no joke there i don't want to i don't want any of us to underestimate these people um but um they're dangerous some of them you know at least in the first march were were i don't know they were uh <laughs> like i said they had their scopes on backwards they had no sights there was a lot of that going on as well probably won't see that in future marches though they're probably going to tighten that up. Anyway, I wanted to play that just so you, again, are aware that um, that might be the case. Okay, so now <laughs> I uh, I had played the video earlier regarding the whole asteroid belt thing. And then now Dave Hodges comes out with a video. And I don't know, I don't, I just... I want to give this as far as another confirmation. He's coming at this, it sounds like, from a little bit different angle. I guess this was released, I'm thinking, yesterday. And it's called Any News on Jupiter. Now, remember what Steve said in the previous video is that Jupiter had been shielding us to a certain extent from this asteroid belt, um, planet Earth, to a certain regard. Okay. Now, I'm just going to let Dave... I haven't listened to this very long. I'm going to let this play a little bit and see what pertinent information he's talking about here well we've got all the things going on with covid and government overreach and so forth now we've got what's going on on jupiter and people said well dave is there any news about jupiter um and let me tell you what tipped us off the brightest star in the sky earlier in the week about a week ago was Jupiter, and I thought, wow, that's odd. And the luminosity of Jupiter has shifted. 
And it's led some people to say there's been a slight shift in the orbital plane of Jupiter. Some people think it was struck by an asteroid. Of course, it'd take a lot to move that giant. It's the Bigfoot of all the planets. But I think it was really interesting that something might have happened. And now Jupiter has disturbed the gravitation of the asteroid belt. And some of those could be coming our way. Okay, so that's kind of very similar to what Steve was saying, kind of a different angle, but similar, weird coincidence that he's coming out with this video at, at around the same time. And we're entering a debris field. Now, the NASA's trying to keep this really quiet, but I've heard this from a number of people. We're entering a debris field, I think it's September, October era. Um, and, and beyond that, I don't know a lot. I do not know very much. Maybe this is why they're trying to get everyone to shelter in place. I don't know. We are headed for shelter in place. Make no mistake about it. We're going back to that very quickly. But that's the news on Jupiter. Now, I need to explain a little bit of science to you that I do know. Um, Hyperdimensional physics, or sometimes what they call quantum physics, is one of my hobbies. And, and I would say I have a pretty good informal self-education in this area. In fact, uh, I'm kind of proud of myself. I've been able to engage a couple of physicists and actually have intelligent conversations with them. But I've always been fascinated by extra-dimensional phenomena. I've been fascinated by the way that the Earth works, the way the universe works. And basically speaking, there are energy grids that run through um, all systems. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Like Uranus and Jupiter reflect light at a greater value of luminosity than can be explained by simple sun transmission and reflection off that body that we can see, you know, by electromagnetic telescope or a direct telescope like the Hubble. Um, it's an interesting phenomena. And, and what it speaks to is the hyperdimensional physics nature of our universe where grid lines run through the universe. Steve Quayle is actually working on um, a documentary about stargates. He's gonna hit this concept and it's right along the lines of what I think could be going on on Jupiter with regard to why Jupiter moved from its plane because it kept getting bursts of energy from the sun's irregular activities and it got it in a disproportionate way than they should have got it by normal three-dimensional physics and it's caused Jupiter to act erratically thus impacting the asteroid belt. Do you know what the asteroid belt is legend to be? I think you find this really interesting. The asteroid belt is legend to be the former home world of the evil one. Yeah, Satan. Um, I, need I have heard that. Now, granted, I don't know how you're going to prove it, but I have heard that. Advanced Davis back on. Such a good friend. Uh, such a good man. Uh, when I first met Vance in 1993... This former NSA operative told me part of his NSA training was he was taught there was a war out in the cosmos. Well, that would be Genesis. He said the bad guys lost. Their world was destroyed. They had to come here. They wanted to destroy God's prized creation, the human soul, but they weren't able to do so. So now they're working on destroying humans, transhumanism. He didn't use the word 27 years ago, but he described the process. Well, we're created in God's image, and that would be just all the excuse that Satan would need in order to want to wipe us out. 
knowing that he knows his future and his end to try to get back at God. Actually, in my interview with Steve, we actually discussed Vance. And Steve said, yeah, Vance was really ahead of his time. But it was part of his NSA training. And um, these forces, both in the universe, uh, the COVID-19, the government overreach, this is stuff that's generational, folks. This didn't just come up last year. This is generational. This has been well-planned. Um, and, and I'm not saying COVID was well-planned, but I'm saying the response to COVID was well-planned. Some of the legislation regarding mandatory vaccines is 20, 30 years old. And it was like it was written for our time, which I think it was. And is the threat real? It's real to the right people. So that's the news on Jupiter. And uh, going back to the asteroid belt for a second, um, when Satan was destroyed and one third of his fallen angels were defeated, they came here. And they were known in Genesis 6 as the, come on, repeat after me, you know this, the, no one's going to say it, the Sons fallen of angels. No. Sons of God. That's right. The They're not referred to as the fallen angels in Genesis 6. They're referred to the sons of God. The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives, all that they chose. And then essentially then later it says, and then those wives bore them, these giants, these men of old, these men of renown. The word giants is translated from the word Nephilim in the Hebrew, which means the fallen ones. They're not the fallen angels. They're the offspring of the fallen angels. So it doesn't say the fallen angels... But every time you look at the phrase sons of God in the Old Testament, okay, because remember, it's, it's in a different, it's not in Greek like the New, and it's in the Old Testament, it's in Hebrew. Every single instance of looking at that phrase, the sons of God, do a keyword search on Blue Letter Bible online, sons of God, and just look at the Old Testament. Now, in the New Testament, it can mean a believer, but in the Old Testament meaning a believer in Christ. Well, those didn't exist in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ hadn't come here yet. In the Old Testament, the phrase, the sons of God, was always in reference to God's angels. Okay? The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they fared, and they took them wise. This is, they were referred to as the sons of God before they fell. Yes, and then they were fallen angels. No doubt. Okay? But Genesis 6, at least in the King James, does not refer to them as fallen angels. It refers to them as the sons of God, which then they fell when they procreated with women, when they went after strange flesh, like the Bible says in the New Testament. I believe in Peter. You know, so that's what they're in reference to. Okay, so I, I skipped ahead a little bit, and he gets into some stuff that I've covered extensively in times past, but I'm, I'm going to let him talk here see where this goes here um um let me tell you what this leads into okay here's the punchline. um we are fighting very malevolent evil forces and actually the rothschild bloodline the rockefeller bloodline the bloodline of a lot of the elite are the offspring of the fallen angels and there are two sets of humans at work against each other mm -hmm. one set has full awareness the other set is largely oblivious and it's interesting now too, they've bragged about this for centuries okay these elite bloodlines these illuminati 
They, they've said they're not fully human. Okay. Just so you know, they, they've openly bragged about this. And if you were Satan and you were going to do things like you were Genesis 6, which Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, which is Genesis 6, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, which is now, whether you believe pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib, as far as the rapture goes, no matter what, we're in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. We, we literally could be months away from the, implement, or from the start of the tribulation. Okay? Maybe, maybe we're years. I don't know. But we're not that. In, in the grand scheme of things, if you look back at the like, last 6,000 years or whatever, we're, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're right there. I mean, we're, we're, we're at like, you know, 1159 and, and midnight's the, you know, the end or whatever. I know it's not the end, but it's theoretically is what I'm, I'm kind of trying to talk about here. So, um, it's like it was in the days of Noah and these same entities are just doing it differently this time. Guaranteed they ruled in Noah's day, you know. And they're ruling again in today's world. It's just they're doing it more covertly. They're doing it more undercover. Because as I have found out through the years, the, uh, the a lot of pastors know about this. I wouldn't say a majority, but quite a few. And they're afraid to touch it. Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, they're, and they're, they're taught in the cemeteries that this this uh genesis 6 bloodline that the bible talks about when it says the sons of god saw the daughters of men that they're fair and they took them wise all that they chose they're, they're told that that was the godly line of seth now if you had a bible how would you ever come to that conclusion on your own unless you had some brainwashed professor brainwashing you and conning you into thinking that that is the because if all you have was a bible you would never come to that conclusion on your own if you, if you compared scripture with scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, which is how the Bible says we're supposed to do things, and to be like the Bereans, which were more noble than those in Thessalonica because they sought these things out in scripture, essentially. If we're supposed to be like the Bereans, and you compare scripture with scripture, and you do a keyword search for sons of God in the Old Testament, and compare it with the other times it's used in the Old Testament in the book of Job, You'll see that every single instance of that is only angels, God's angels, every time. So it's it's a logical conclusion that it was the angels procreating with the women. They took them wives, all that they chose, and the women bore them these hybrid abominations. These men of old, these men of renown, which is where we get like all the Greek mythology, and and then they they started defiling the animals the fallen angels and this is where you get the legends of like the minotaur and i don't know the griffin and just where you've got half animal half whatever human types of things well they the book of enoch which i'm not saying is canon of scripture but it offers a lot of insight into that because it said that these giants went and defiled the animals and the fish and everything they could possibly defile. Why? Because it's God's creation. They're doing the same thing today with all the GMO garbage and all these animal-human hybrid clones that they're slowly opening, openly admitting to that they're doing. I mean, we talked about that last year or last study where they're doing human mice, 
hybrid type of clones and stuff. All this alien abduction stuff where there are these breeding programs and these women that get abducted. And it's always focused in on the reproductive organs. And then they turn up pregnant like they're three months pregnant. And all of a sudden they're abducted again. The, this baby's gone. Well, what's that all about? Well, that's the whole hybrid hybrid alien breeding program that I've been talking about for years. Then a lot of other people have been talking about for years. They walk among us, these things, but they're cloaked. And um, I think there's a, there's a whole menagerie of them, different types of life forms that walk among us, most likely. I have got into this extensively in previous teachings. Just key an alien agenda in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com if you've never heard this before. Most pastors will not touch this with a 10-foot pole because, oh, it's too scary and it's too whatever. It's whatever. Well, you know. Do you think Hollywood would have devoted the billions of dollars they've devoted in all the sci-fi stuff that we've been exposed to, all the movies, all the, all the sci-fi series shows, Stargate Atlantis, all the, all, I mean, the season after season after season of these types of shows, if there was no, if there was no end game agenda behind any of that, or is it just for our entertainment, nothing's ever going to come of nothing. All these shows about alien invasions. Come on, really? There's some agenda there and, and it's some derivation, an amalgamation of what Hollywood has brought to us in the past so go for one of the theories on why a um, clergy response team was formed centered around the fact that it, it was oh yeah we want help getting people in the fema camps and calming them down and blah 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 but that was more of a deception what they really wanted to do was control christian theology and the first attempt yes. at that was the 501c3 yes hey you don't have to pay tax but you gotta keep your mouth shut oh yeah you yeah. can't talk about things that we don't want you talking yeah. about. I'm surprised he's saying this because I haven't heard him say a lot on this, but that's that's good. It's very good. And this is one of those things they don't want you talking about. Oh, I, I should probably get into this more, but my focus is on preserving Constitution, preserving individual liberties, saving lives, advancing the economy of the United States. And yes, I do stand for equal justice for all, always have. Don't need to be reminded by thug groups that uh, use violence as a means for change. But I should probably get into this a little bit more because it's something I am extremely familiar with. You say, well, how does that happen? Oh, some of it was really exacerbated when I met Vance Davis. That was a big turning point. But I had the curiosities before this um out of my father's work with the captured german scientists he didn't believe that the technology as he was told by the germans came from aliens that they were backwards engineering um but he did believe it was demonic and see that really lends into um what terry cook and i talked about in an interview tonight uh the fact that a fake alien invasion is coming at some point in time to Yes. put the finishing touches on ushering in the new world order under the antichrist yes and I, I believe this is going to be the mechanism project blue beam as it's called and if you go search that in the search engine you'll see how many hey, you search it on my site too, contending for truth 
Alien Agenda, Blue Beam covered it all. I don't, I don't, I have no idea how many hours and hours and mega studies I've done on this particular subject. So you can avail yourself to that if, if you like. Stories and repeat stories I've done on that topic because I know it's real. But there's a whole hidden history. We have the uh, uh, post-Adamic culture, which is what we're in now, the 6,000 years that's in the Bible. But the evidence is overwhelming that uh, we've had culture upon culture. Okay, but the, the, now we get into a deba debate between a young earth and a long earth. And I really don't want to go down that rabbit trail. I, I don't I don't have the time. But anyway, I wanted you to hear, He's now he's bringing up this thing with Jupiter. Okay, which is interesting because... You know, Steve Banoon, I think is his name. It is really his the, the one I play. He's been bringing this up for four months. And he's getting further confirmation. Dave's getting confirmation. We're seeing more of this. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we will see um, regarding that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and end part two here. And now we're going to get more into the COVID stuff for the week. A lot of breaking information regarding this incredibly huge line deception that we need to get into. So God bless you, and we will see you in part three.